Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 97 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA Hall of Famer, King NASCAR. Logan, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Um, thinking about the race this weekend in Texas, and I'm going to be there, but I probably won't get, get, go get to see the race. <laughs> Which is going to be awesome that you're going to be there going to Dallas. But and then uh, Jason is on assignment. Yeah, we miss you, Jason. But I know you're uh, having fun on assignment. I, he better be having fun. He better assignment. be. If he's missing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good show for everybody today. We're going to do the race recap from this past weekend. We're going to talk 1992 tracks. It's hard to believe that that's like 30 years old make you feel old and and of course the uh cornerstone of the podcast king's court so so let's jump into it logan all right let's go they're racing in kansas the camping world truck series race number eight 22nd annual heart of america 200 night was saturday may 14th at kansas speedway zane smith was our winner and our highest finishing rookie was Lawless Allen at position 19. Yeah, that's uh, that track is not does not favor the rookies very well. No, it's not. I guess there's a high steep learning curve on that one. So I think people are having issues with some tires. I got to watch some of that those races, not all of it, but yeah, there weren't as many tire issues in the truck race as there was the cup race. I think they were playing around with the camber and stuff in the in the cup race so i think that's why they were having a lot of issues with tires zane smith our winner his rookie cards are in uh 2018 uh, 2018 dunruss zoom in for those on video 2018 dunruss next in line if you're familiar with Haley deegan's card there's a zane smith that's next in line there's a base there's a cracked ice number to 9.99 and then this is the explosion number to 99 yeah, it's a cool-looking car. I can't remember if I, I think I picked that up on, like, Com C for probably not much. So Probably cost you more to ship it than it did to buy it. <laughs> probably, and that's probably, you know, why we love <laughs> NASCAR, because I picked it up, uh, you know, a few years ago. So uh, if you listen to the show, we're showcasing guys in the different levels. So when they get the cup or whatever, you know, we're hearing about them when they start winning multiple weeks, the way we have the format of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, I picked up um, the Zane Smith. The next line, like I said, I don't think it was much. And that was at a, a 99. He's also in 2018 Dunruss. He's in the signature series. There's the base signature, the gold version, number 25, and the black, 101. He's also in 2018 Panini Certified, but he's only in the Certified Next Signatures. There's a few different versions of that, numbered 210 or less. Also in 2018 Panini Prime, the clear silhouettes, number 99, clear silhouettes, hollowed in 50, and clear silhouettes, black, 101. And then he has a base card in 2018, Panini Victory Lane, card number 48. There's a few different parallels of that with the silver, unnumbered, gold to 99, red to 49, blue to 25, green to 5, black to 1, and the four printing plates, black cayenne, magenta, and yellow, all 101s. Yeah, and Haley Deegan finished 17th on the lead lap. Finishing on the lead lap is good for her. I'm proud of her for that. She didn't. Maybe she'll start stepping it up a little bit more now. I'd like to see her get a top 10. That would be absolutely phenomenal if she could do that. 
That would be nice. Yep. But we know it's you know it's tough. So for for anybody, Lawless Allen, no cards for him yet. Uh, we are waiting for him to have some. Maybe uh, Chronicles. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting him to be all over Chronicles. We'll see. He'll probably be like. Uh, who is it, Cole Custer or whoever that's like all over Chronicles? Oh, uh, Chandler Smith and Chandler uh, Smith. That's it. Yeah, Chandler Smith. <laughs> all <laughs> over that thing. Yep. Yeah. And let's see. Moving on. Race number nine is going to be at Texas Motor Speedway. That's the speedycash.com 220. That is Friday, May 20th at 8.30. So when the podcast drops on Friday, we have the truck race at Texas Motor Speedway. Stages are uh, end of 35, end of 70, and at a end of 147 laps. Yeah, that'll be a good race. Um, I think we, we probably probably will see a Kyle Busch motorsports truck up front and maybe win this race. I'd like to see Corey Heim win another race because, you know, um, Zane Smith, excuse me, Zane Smith, he's the only multiple winner we've gotten so far in the truck series this year it's hard to believe yeah it is and Corey heim he he won stage one but then he had some mechanical issues and he just couldn't do anything he was just out of it i hated to see that yeah i picked up some of his rated rookies so i need to pick up some more of his cards i think he's a you know long-term hold i um, think so too. The, the, you know, we've talked to him, or we've not talked to him. We talked about him on our 2022 Dunruss preview episode. So I went out and uh, picked up some of his. Like I said, if you listen to the show and or listen to it a lot, we'll uh, you know talk about some guys and, and more than others because they're you know they're doing well. And so again, it's always risky when they're going from level to level. But if they land in a good ride, uh, that you know that's part of it as well as the talent. So. Well, you know, that's, like I said, that's a good thing for him because he is running for Kyle Busch. So, you yeah, know, he's staying in equipment. Yeah, if he's staying in Kyle Busch equipment and then he's staying in Toyota, then, you know, he's destined maybe to go to Gibbs if he can make it up that far. And uh, that's a pretty good place to be. So, Oh, gosh, yes. Because it actually seems like John Hearn Niemicek is working his way back, back up as well. So. Yeah, I think so because you know he did well in the few races he was in in Xfinity last year. Of course, he did really good in trucks. So you know, who knows? Maybe he'll get back up there in Cup with Toyota and Joe Gibbs. Who knows? We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah, you, you never know. But he, you know, he's a talented kid and he's running for Kyle Busch Motorsports. And we thought you know he was going to be well. He was one of the Final Four last year, but he didn't. Um, uh, he didn't. He didn't win it. Whatever. But he kind of. Uh, lost momentum, I think, last year in those those playoffs. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, next race, race number uh, twelve. Did we already talk about that? I yeah, we talked about the next race. Yes. Yep. Okay. I know what I was talking about. I know where I was going. I was going with Xfinity. There was no race in Xfinity, so the next race in Xfinity is race number twelve, and that's at also at Texas Motor Speedway. That is the SRS Distribution Two Fifty, and that is Saturday. May 21st at 1.30 p.m. I'll be watching that. You'll probably be in at the Dallas show. I'll be trying to buy all the Dale Earnhardt senior cards to, to make Ken mad. <laughs> I bet. Uh, stage of the Texas Motor Speedway is 40, 80, and 167. So, yeah, maybe save a few for Ken. So. 
I'll I'll take care of him. Trust me. I know we're just kidding. So <laughs> we are just kidding. Yeah, uh, I, actually, Dallas. That's where I picked up that 2001 uh, PSA slabbed on card in person auto. So Earnhardt Senior. Yeah. Yeah. Over to the Cup Series. That was race number 13. That was the third annual Advent Health 400. That was Sunday, May 15th at Kansas Speedway. Our winner was Kurt Busch. And our highest finisher rookie was Austin Sendrick at position 11. Yeah, Sendrick did good. Uh, Kurt Busch did really good driving for the 2311 team. Oh, yeah, definitely. He um he looked like uh, the young young Kurt Busch, so... Yeah, the the Kurt Busch who drove the Sharpie Ford for Jack Roush. <laughs> I love that car, by the way. I'm a Sharpie guy, so I I thought I always loved that sponsorship. Yeah, I thought that was one of the better sponsorships in NASCAR because he always has Sharpies, and they would be at the track at the different tents, you know, giving out Sharpies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a bonus. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Busch, his rookie cards are in two thousand. So he's been he's been uh, 22 years in cards. Yeah, he's been around a long time. He's a he's definitely a veteran. Let me see if I can get that. Hold on, let me. I got something else in my screen over here. Let me let me see if I can show it. Anyway. That is the 2000 SP Authentic card number 40. There's two different parallels of that. There's an Overdrive Silver number to 250 and Overdrive Gold number to 99. There's also a 2000 SP Authentic. Sign of the times. There's an unnumbered version and then a gold version number to 25. You know, you never see those parallels of this card. I mean, you just don't hardly ever see them. They're just not out there on eBay. Yeah, I mean, with only, you know, 250 and 99 and a 22-year-old card, yeah, they kind of get into collections and either people don't either know what they have or, again, NASCAR stuff is not extremely expensive. So, but it's more just... The hunt, I think, for it. And then he's also in the 2000 Max card number 75. Yeah, I like that card, but I always thought he had really, in that picture, I always thought he had really big ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he kind of does, but. Boy, was he young, though, man. I mean, God. Yeah, but, you know, with that short hair and, and stuff, so. Oops. But he, he's definitely a future Hall of Famer, so with the Cup Championship. Yeah, Richard Petty says so, so it's got to be true. <laughs> well, yeah, if Richard Petty says so. And then with Austin Sendrick, our highest finishing rookie, we've talked about him mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. Uh, 2018 is his first NASCARs in 2018 Dunruss and the Phenoms uh, insert set. There's uh, the regular insert. There's a cracked ice number to 999, and then the explosion. Number to 99, 2018 Panini Certified. It's a base card there and about eight different parallels. Also in Panini, 2018 Panini Certified, mirror versions of the mirror gold, purple, green, and black. 2018 Panini Prism scripted signatures, about eight different versions of that. There's an unnumbered version, a camo unnumbered version, and then the others are 99 or less. Victory Lane, he has a base card in that card, number 33, in 2018 Panini Victory Lane, and with the look about five or six different versions and the four printing plates, black, cayenne, magenta, and yellow, all serial numbered one-on-ones. And then 2018 Panini Victory Lane signatures, 
uh, number nine hundred for the base gold ninety nine and black one hundred ones for Austin Cindric. I think I would define that as a buttload of cards. <laughs> it's quite a bit. It's a lot of uh, cards. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see who's gonna get that rookie of the year in Cup between him and Harrison Burton. So, well, I mean, it's hard to trump a Daytona five hundred victory. Well, this is true. I mean, he's I got about keep- that. He was right off the bat. <laughs> Harrison Burton's going to have to at least win a race somewhere. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. It was that first race of the year. Yeah, so I think it's pretty much a lock, unless you know something just absolutely crazy happens. He hits the wall and breaks a leg, or God forbid, something like that. So uh, next race, race uh, fourteen. It's the NASCAR All Star Race at Texas Motor Speedway, and that is Sunday, May twenty second. The open starts at five thirty which is kind of a playing race for, I guess it's two drivers. And then the all-star race is at 8 p.m. Oh, I definitely can't go to that. I, I don't know why I thought the regular cup race was this weekend. I have totally forgot about the all-star race. So, yeah, there's no way I could go and then drive back here. It's going to be a six-and-a-half-hour drive for me. So I thought I was thinking, okay, maybe if it's in the afternoon, I might think about it. But, no, it, it's that's definitely out. Uh, Texas Motor Speedway, it opened uh, February 29th, 1996. First NASCAR race was April 6th of 1997. Car number 99, Jeff Burton won for with Roush Racing. But the trivia is, who has the most wins all time at Texas Speedway? And then also, who has the most starts with 36? That's kind of a, there's two drivers with that, so. Well, we just talked about one of them. Uh, We'll come back to the trivia after. We talk about IndyCar Series, the 2022 GMR Grand Prix. That was race number five, and that was Saturday, May 14th at Indianapolis Grand Prix Circuit. Yeah, that was a strange-looking race to me because they were going backwards on the track, (laughs) you know, compared to, you know, going the, I guess, I mean, going the counterclockwise like they normally do. They were going, you know, more in a clockwise way, and it's like, it's so weird to see that. Anyway, I just thought say that. Uh, no, I was talking before we came on. I remember the NASCAR race like that. They're running that Grand Prix circuit and running the wrong way. So, or the way we're usually seeing them. So, mm-hmm. but Colton Herta was our winner. Uh, he does not have any cards. The only thing I saw was the cards that come with, I guess, the diecast or or something like that. So no real official trading cards. Yeah, that that was a crazy race. Um, it started out wet, it dried up a little bit, and then it rained again towards the end. And you know, a lot of guys were caught on slicks. And man, it was it was like going to the laundromat. Everybody was in the spin cycle. It was. <laughs> crazy especially paddle award he must have spun three or four times at least and he actually hit his teammate in one of those spins they, they hit nose to nose he spun so it was crazy next race race number six is here on the 29th it's the 106 running of the indianapolis 500 starts I can't, at, I can't wait for that race it's gonna be great uh starting at 11 a.m eastern did, did you know that the Indy 500, as far as the Indy series, IndyCar series points, that is a double points race. So your points are doubled. Okay. I didn't know that. It's kind of like Wheel of Fortune, you know, at the end. Or whatever. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> double Jeopardy. Yeah. Or Jeopardy. Yeah. It's like double Jeopardy. 
but yeah, I thought that was pretty neat when I, I was listening to them. They said that. I said, well, I need to make a note of that because I, I did not know that. But yeah, Colton heard of one. It was a it was a good race. He had I don't know if you saw early on. He had this long spin fishtail in it, and how he saved it, I'll never know. But he kept he caught it and brought it back straight and kept on trucking. Uh, you know, so he's he's a wheel man for sure. I would love to see him in Formula One. I think he would be great in Formula One because we need an American in Formula One. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some of the stories about that, trying to get some more Americans in Formula One to try to, I guess, help boost some of the standings yeah, in you know, America. Scott, Scott Speed was in Formula One for a while, if you remember. And, uh, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, there you go. He was. <laughs> I think he made a lot of money in Formula One, and of course he came over here. He did. He had. He really didn't have any success over there in Formula One, so he came over here and started running NASCAR. And then now I think he's running. Oh, what is he? I forget what series he's running. Where I think they, they jump cars and do all kinds of crazy stuff. So I don't even know what that series is. <laughs> it's like a rally car or something, I think. Uh, so that's the Indy 500 is next race for that. Uh, going back to our trivia, who has the most wins all time at Texas Motor Speedway with seven? That's Jimmy Johnson. Mm -hmm. And who has the most starts with 36? Uh, one we talked about was Kurt Busch. The other was Kevin Harvick. Yep. They've both been around a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Harvick's car, first cards are in 1999. And then we talked about Kurt Busch in 2000. So. Mm -hmm. So, so do you want to go back to the cup race and talk about the 45 car and the numerology and all that stuff we were talking about earlier? Yes. With the Kurt Busch, right. With the 45 car, that was the 23 XI teams. That's their second win first for Kurt Busch. And, you know, one of the listeners, Justin, uh, he was pointing out that they you know, probably won't make a die cast, winning die cast for that because of the Jumpman logo on it, which made me think of, well, you know, if they were doing Panini Instant, they wouldn't be able to do probably a Panini Instant card of it. So mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, having Jordan in the sport is, as an owner is, is great, but <laughs> he's licensed out of there. So nobody can, can use any of the branding. So think about it. I guess if Panini makes any cards, just regular cards, they can't use anything from that race. Maybe it might be like when the press pass with dude Dale Earnhardt Jr. There was the Budweiser. They just airbrush all that out. Maybe, you know, <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> but but you know that you know the forty-five car number forty-five was also Adam Petty's car number, and you know they I think the twenty-three eleven team got permission from Kyle Petty because I think Kyle I think Petty. I don't know if it was Kyle Petty or Petty Motorsports or whoever, but they had the rights to that number. And I think that uh, the 23XI team or 2311 team had to get, you know, permission or, you know, get those rights transferred over to uh, their team from the Petties. So they could run that, that 45 number. And I don't know why they wanted to do – do you know why they wanted to do the 45? I probably should know, and I just don't know. I do not. But anyway, so yeah, and the the other big thing about that is is Adam Petty, you know, got he passed away in that crash in Loudon uh, on May twelfth of two thousand. So it was almost a little over twenty two years to the day when Adam Petty was killed that they won. So 
you know, I heard Kyle Petty was real happy about them winning. Uh, it was a really uh, nice moment in victory lane, just, you know, from that aspect, you know, it was kind of like, you know, Hey, you know, Adam, Adams would be real happy about this and all that. So, so it was, it was, it was a good moment for NASCAR. And folks might not be familiar with Adam Petty. So Adam Petty, so you had Lee, Lee Petty and, and Richard Petty naturally was um, Lee's son with Maurice, Richard Petty's brother. But, and then Richard had Kyle Petty. So, and then of course, Adam was Kyle Petty's son. And so you had four generations uh, racing in the Petty family. Uh, he was, Kyle Petty was, I guess, was a decent driver. I think he'd probably tell you that. His, his, you know, he wasn't super motivated. He, I mean, he was, but, you know, he, he had other interests as well and not. But they were saying, uh, and I, I guess I'm taking some of this from, if you haven't seen Petty Blue, I think is the name of the movie uh, that captures some of this, but that Adam was definitely a racer. And uh, he, he was a, a bright spot in the Petty family up and coming, had so much potential and was, was racing and like I said, was tragic, tragically killed was pra during practice. Yes, it was during practice. I remember that day we were, me and a buddy of mine who was also a NASCAR fan and a couple other guys were at lunch and uh, my buddy got, I don't know how he got the message. Uh, I think his wife, oh, his wife called him on his phone and said, hey, Adam Petty has been killed. And we're like, huh? It, it was really surreal and it was absolutely just horrible. But, you know, there wouldn't be a, a victory junction uh, if it wasn't, you know, for that. I mean, I, I mean, I don't hate that's that's a terrible thing to say, but at least I guess what I'm driving at is at least out of tragedy, some kind of something good did come out of the tragedy. So, you know, they do help all those, those kids that can't go to, you know, that are sick and can't normally go to regular camp. So I think that's a wonderful thing that they do now. The petties and all the sponsorship and stuff for the victory junction gang. Yeah. It was awesome to see the, like I said, the 45 and victory lane and at least, you know, remembering Adam Petty. So. Yeah, that was great. And, you know, and you know, we were talking, you know, it always seems weird that these things happen in NASCAR, you know, you know, Adam Petty, I mean, literally it was 20, almost 22 years to the day. And, you know, it was like when Dale Earnhardt senior passed and then junior comes back and wins Daytona, you know, you have all these weird coincidental things that, you know, if you have your tinfoil cap on, you might, and you, you start watching for the helicopter, black helicopters, you, you might start wondering some things. And I'll be honest with you over the years, I have, wondered about some of these things because <laughs> they're just seem some of them seem to be just so coincidental uh, that it's just i don't know it's just it's just strange but i'm glad i'm glad for them i'm glad that the 45 won i'm glad to see that the the jordan brand won it was cool that they had the the, the jump man logo on the hood of that car can you imagine how much a, a jordan collector would probably pay for that hood of that car i mean with the crazy <laughs> money i mean who knows I did not even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Or some of that sheet metal, you know, because I think the Jumpman logo was also, I think it was on the sides as well, both sides as well. So, yeah, I mean, golly, somebody would go absolutely bonkers for that. It's good to see Kurt Busch. I think they said he'd won in five different makes and all these different owners that he's been with. So, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah he's been a journeyman and he wins kind of where, wherever he goes. 
Yeah, I mean, he's got he's done Ford, he's done Chevy, he's done Dodge, he's done Toyota. So, yeah. Ford? Did you say Ford? Yeah, Ford, Chevy, yeah. Dodge, uh, Toyota. So I, he, I don't think Oldsmobile was around when he, he started. <laughs> I think it had just missed it. I think he, yeah, I probably, yeah, probably did just miss Oldsmobile. He's been around so long. But, I you know, I knew when they um, picked him up, you know, his help kind of mentor or, you know, he brings that level of experience that, you know, Bubba just doesn't have yet to the team. So it was great to see him. And as a past champion, I mean, you know, he's, I think he now is bumped above Fireball Roberts. I think it was four yeah. wins, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, he he's definitely a Hall of Famer. His cards are not very expensive. I think he kind of gets forgotten. He's the other, the other, the other Bush brother, I think. But, uh, you know, he, his career stands alone as well. So, yeah, I'll never forget when Kyle, Kurt Bush, you know, was winning races and things, and he, he made the comment goes, "If you think this is something, what do you see, my brother Kyle?" And boy, was he right. <laughs> Yes, he was. Uh, jumping over to F1, are we done? Uh, anything else you want to mention? Um, nah, we're good. Okay. Uh, jumping over to Formula One. Uh, they were off last week. Uh, race number six is coming up. That's Sunday, May 22nd. That's the 2022 Spanish Grand Prix at Circuit uh, of Barcelona. So looking forward to that. Just to kind of recap, Charles Leclerc is in uh, leading in points, uh, 19 points ahead of Max Verstappen, and uh, 38 uh, third place Sergio Perez. So, still yeah. lots of races to go, but mm -hmm. getting good. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, are they are they running the in Monaco? Yes, they are. They're running in Monaco the uh, Memorial Day weekend. Like I said before, that's the greatest day in auto racing. You start out with Formula One in the morning in Monaco, then you flip over to the Indy 500, then you flip over to the Coke 600. Uh, I literally am glued to the TV all day. Uh, I just get up to go to the bathroom. That's really about it. <laughs> I, I love that day. It is. I, I look forward to that day every year. Yeah, I can't wait uh, next week. So. Yeah, won't be long. Uh, let's see one thing. Uh, I guess still keeping with uh, NASCAR. Let me share my screen. And I was was uh, talking with Logan before. So the fan days before the pandemic, we had fan days, and so this is an example of uh, fan day returning back to Junior Motorsports. Uh, it's going to be on May 26th. It's a Thursday from 9 to 3 p.m. If I remember right, reading this, fans must have a wristband to participate in the autograph sessions, and they'll be distributed morning of the event on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you're in town, and if you've never done a fan day, and so I'll tell you, so what you want to do is get there the night before or, or after closing. Everybody will start lining their chairs up. Uh, so bring a disposable, you know, chair or whatever and you know maybe put your last name on it or whatever and get in line and make friends with the people in front of you and behind you hang out for a little bit talk nascar and then everybody goes home uh and then show back up the next morning bright and early get your position back in and then they will hand out wristbands so if it's like how the other fan days ha happen that's uh, that's how it's gonna go yeah i remember us doing that before yeah with the accelerate yeah, that was fun. 
that was a that was that's a story for another day but that was that was pretty epic that day yep and but what's pretty interesting is that you will get uh, the autograph session and sometimes i think this one here you'll get both sessions and so it'll be dale Hart jr kelly earnhardt miller and wyatt miller and then as well as the JR team drivers, Justin Allgaier, Noah Greskin, Josh Berry, Sam Mayer, and Carson Quapple at 1 p.m. Uh, they'll have uh, partners and vendor displays out there. I think they have a list here of some of the vendors. Usually when I went to Roush and some other stuff, they're giving you know, stuff away for folks. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. The, the hardest part is you know getting your armband and, and getting in line and, and getting your stuff to get autographed. So again, that's pretty epic to get all those drivers, Dale and Kelly, as well as Justin Algar, Noah Graskin, uh, Josh Berry, Sam Mayer, uh, Carson Quapple. I think uh, I'm not, I'm sure he's, uh, I'm sure he's related to Travis. Yeah. But he, he I haven't heard of him run, running it all yet. So I haven't, he, I haven't, that's the first time I've heard that name. <laughs> Right, me, me too. So anyway, I wanted to give folks an idea. I know, I know, um, Kulik Racing is doing theirs. I think theirs is Wednesday. Is Wednesday. Uh, if you have a favorite team, Hendrick, Roush, Gibbs, or any of those, check their social media sites. Check, you know, Facebook and Twitter, and they will, or check their own website under news, and they will have information about their fan days. So. If you're in town in the Charlotte area, I you know highly recommend them. Recommend at least attending one and uh, bringing you some of your cards to get autographed. So, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. If folks weren't familiar with the fan days, it's great to see them coming back. I mean, it makes me want to live move closer to Charlotte. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun this time of year as well as uh, in October. More more the spring race. So, moving on to our next subject 1992 tracks yep second year of tracks so the 1991 is famous for the have to including jeff gordon his rookie and have him card number one uh and kind of max either overlooked him or uh i don't think they had an exclusive on him then but But going by some of the descriptions for the 1992 tracks, it's a 200-card factory set, as well as by uh, Wax Packs. The 1992 track set was distributed in 12-card packs with 30 packs per box. The set features the top Bush and Winston Cup drivers, along with owners and other race team members. Variations on several cards exist with the versions differing according to either pack or factory set distribution. Tracks also included randomly packed autograph insert cards. And that's kind of key there. Yeah, that's the big thing right there. You know, that was the first time. uh, Well, no, I won't say the first time because I believe it was the 91 Pro Set had the Bobby Allison autograph card in there. But that was the only card. And it was not numbered and it wasn't there was not a different pose or anything that made that thing look different than any of the other cards. So, you know, I opened a bunch of those those pro set never saw that card. Uh, from what I understand, it was signed in a fine point Sharpie. So that was the first one. But it really got going with the 92 tracks. 
Yeah, because it definitely you knew what you had. It wasn't kind of um, mm-hmm. uh, you know confused with with anything else. It was the only way to get it was out of the the packs. And it says that the set was distributed randomly through 1992 tracks packs. A maximum of five thousand cards were signed by each driver, and many cards can be found as well without signatures. The Ricky Rudd card is considered a short print signed due to the seemingly large number of available copies unsigned. Unsigned cards typically sell for a fraction of autograph issues. The set is highlighted by the dual signed Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty card number A1. Now this is from a, I think from a late 90s Beckett here. So I've seen some cards without without signatures i haven't seen many uh they are out there but this is one of the reasons why you know psa will only authenticate cards from was it 1998 on without needing like a dual service Uh, also i have some um 92 tracks autographs that i have that i sent through well it was it was it used to be the old blue flip so verifying that the autograph is authentic but at, they started with i guess it was card number nine and then as the season went on they finished with card number one which is the duel they don't hurt richard petty so if that makes any sense as the print run went on they distributed those autographs down to uh, so you guys you couldn't get the Earnhardt Petty first day of printing. No. Well, I'll tell you what you could get the first day of printing was some, some dude named Jeff Gordon. And I bought a box, my very first box of 92 tracks that I bought. I, I pulled a Jeff Gordon autograph. And of course, yeah, I think this is 1992. He hasn't started a race, a cup race yet. I mean, he doesn't start a cup race till the end of the season, the last race of the year, which was Richard Petty's last race. But I get this card and I look at it and I'm like, crap, (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Gordon. I mean, I knew of him at the time. And of course he was running Bush and all that, but I'm thinking, God, what a dud. I really wanted to get somebody good, you know? And I, of course at the time I didn't know how they were distributing uh, all the cards. And I was really hoping for the Earnhardt Petty. Right. But you know, as time has gone on, that's proven to be a really good autograph to have pulled. But at the time when I pulled it, it's like, you know, it was just a big size. Like, <sighs> really? Yeah, because at that point, he'd been running Bush mm-hmm. and, you know, hasn't run Cup yet. And it'd be like, he's car a, uh, card number A7. So, yeah, he was early on in the releases. Yeah, that, that was cool. And I forget how many autographs were per case. It wasn't a whole lot. It was just because there, there wasn't, you weren't guaranteed. An autograph in every box. Yeah, you know, not like now. It's not like now. No, it was just random. And, you know, there may have been three or four case, maybe something like that. I don't honestly remember. But like I said, I do remember that. I mean, that was my very first autograph I ever pulled. So, you know, that does have a special place in my heart. <laughs> well, and one of the things that we haven't talked about yet was in the randomly in the packs was a cover card that was kind of a checklist for the autographs. And a lot of people, it seems like, didn't know what that was or just kind of threw it away. Because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of those around anymore. No, there's not. They're hard to find. Yeah. And you, you, you're talking about some of these cards went unsigned. You, you've got to watch out on the Dale Earnhardt, Richard Petty. 
because some of those are out there and they are fake. The, the cards are real. At least they look real, but the autographs are completely fake. I mean, if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't look like this, zoom in on it. Val. Oh, hold on. Let me change. Um, I can get it over here. somewhere. There you go. If it doesn't look like this, it's fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and there's been some on eBay recently that people have bought. Uh, so yeah, yeah, look at Val's. I mean, his looks pretty much the same as mine. Yeah, the Earnhardt is a little different, but the Petty is the kind of the, the first. When I look at them, the Petty is the giveaway for me. Yeah. If the Petty looks right with the loops. Then I scrutinize the Earnhardt autograph because nine out of 10 times the Petty autograph is, is bad. And that's probably the easiest one. To yeah, that's the easiest one to tell. But then, you know, on some of them, we've seen the Earnhardt basically just be some kind of scribble. Right. You know, so some it, abbreviated it, scribble. It looks terrible. And he does have, Earnhardt does have like two or three different signatures during that signing. Like the one Logan had up is different than the one that I have. Yeah, the mine E is a little bit different. If you look at, look at the E, how elongated his E is compared to mine. Right, and then he runs the uh, signature, the the tail, of the signature down. It's hard to tell, but down underneath the the auto. But I have, you know, he signed the way you signed. And again, if you look at the Dale and both of them, they look the same. The Earnhardt is a little different. Yeah. But they're all legit early 90s Earnhardt autos. Like I said, there's a little harder to tell, but the Richard Petty is pretty quick giveaway. Did I did I tell you the story about how I got this? I don't remember. I think you I have, traded, but I don't remember. I traded for this. And I traded trade. I traded an IROC, the ninety one the ninety one IROC set for this to a guy. Yes, so I, you did you I, did very I think well. I, in the long term I came out okay. Yeah, I've seen those IROC sets for like fifteen, twenty dollars. So yeah, I think so you I, did real well. But yeah, there was a point where that IROC was red hot and about seven hundred dollars. Yeah, and that's about what this was. This is about seven, eight hundred dollar card at the time, which you know back thirty years ago was unheard of. I mean, that was crazy money, and, and you know, of course now it's nothing. But uh, it was a great trade. You know, the, the guy, the guy had a racing collectible shop in Kentucky, and. Uh, I was up there and I brought some cards and stuff and because I knew he he had a business up there and traded him and you know the rest is history. It's a pretty good trade. Here's the Kyle Petty, that Lee Petty, Richard Petty, Kyle Petty, and even Adam Petty sign very similar, very I don't say loopy. So if you look look at a Lee Petty and very so if, I guess I'm put it's hard to see the the Petty on that dark, but that you know the yeah. the, the loops. Yeah, Richard, Richard took it to a whole new level, and, and Kyle kind of copied him. Yeah, so Ernie Irvin. Yeah, and some of these autographs, I don't think they were signed with real Sharpies because some of them uh, have faded, and I think somebody signed it in a pen. Was it Harry Gant or somebody like that? Again, that, we'll get to that one. Yeah, uh, Benny Parsons. That was Benny Parsons. Yeah, yeah, so Ricky Rudd. Oh, and, of course, uh, Harry Gant as well. I think you're right, so. Yeah, Harry Gant signed his with a pen. Yeah. So, I mean, but they didn't know back then. Think about it. This is the first time that they ever did this. Yeah, it wasn't like now where Panini sends the pens or Top sends the pens and shows them exactly where to sign. Mm -hmm. You know, again, this is 92, right? So yeah. I think 
at the time, this might have been there were inserts, autographs, but I don't think anybody had a set like this, right? Upper Deck had maybe their heroes, and it was like one card you were chasing through the whole run, right? So it was Reggie Jackson, Nolan Ryan, I think, and Ted Williams, different years. Griffey Jr. Yeah, yeah, and and so you know, this is '92. They had these nine cards. Yeah, this is my favorite autograph NASCAR autograph set by far. Yeah, and being the first one, and then yeah, there's Jeffy Pooh, and see he's in his uh, Bush Series uniform because again he had started a Cup race at that point. At Carolina Carolina dealers. Yeah, and he was driving a Ford. My house <laughs> changed. Yep. Yeah, at the Hall of Fame, he made a comment about that. Uh, uh, Who's the owner? Previous owner Ford. Oh, um, Bill Davis. Bill Davis. Yeah. But also, let's see. So I didn't realize that the different variations depended on if it was the factory set or out of the packs. I don't know if you want to talk about some of the individual variations or any of the other cards in. Yeah. There's only one real error card where a name was misspelled. All the rest of them were just variations of the the lines on the uh, on the yeah. back cards or the text color. And I, I've got some of these where you can show, like for example, the Let me very um, first zoom in here for you. The, the, yeah, the very first one that I'm going to show is the Ted Musgrave, which is the one that they they misspelled. So if you look right here, it says Musgrave, right? So that's the correct spelling on that card. Then you look at this one, the next one, it's Mugrave. So that was really the only error per se that they had. The rest that's of card, them were, card 155. Yeah, 155. So that's that's the only real true error. Now, what they also did is and I guess it was for aesthetics or something. I'm not sure why they changed these colors. But like for example, there's one card that has three different variations. It's Harry Gant, the Harry Gant card. And it's the variations are on the back. And I'll show you. This first one, let's see, this one is under his name in green. You see there's a, a black line around top of the square box. So that, that has a black line. Then you have another one that's got a red line above that box. And then you have even a third one. Like I said, and this is the only one that has three variations. It has no line whatsoever. What number is that? 133. This is this is uh, he also drove Bush series cars back then. So he was uh, you see where it says BGN driver, Bush Grand National. But yeah, this is the one that has the most variations. And then there's a couple other ones like like Rusty Wallace on the back of his card. You'll see that it says Rusty Wallace uh, in in white, and of course that that's kind of hard to see. So I guess they changed it to rusty wallace in black so you see a lot of those variations like that i think there's 11 different error slash variations in the 1992 tracks and then looking at the price guide here from way back there was no real price difference for them other than i guess master set collectors chasing them yeah that's that's like me of course they had a they had a different Jimmy Johnson back in the day. Of course, he he looks better these days, <laughs> Dri- driving an IndyCar. But but 
Jimmy, this this Jimmy Johnson also had the same thing with the letters on the back. You know, he had black letters, and then he also had huh. uh, white letters and black letters. Yeah, this card you know, one thirteen A. PSA has made a mistake. Uh oh. Because if you look, it says white letters on back. But guess what? It's black letters on back. Uh uh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did not well, know that until now. <laughs> well, hopefully you have one of each, though. Yeah, I, I, I may have to send another one in. Uh, and then, of course, Kyle Petty had a variation, too. He had the, the same thing with the stripes on the back. He had uh, no stripe on the back of his between the name and the box below it. And then he had another one with the red stripe. So and yeah, those are very subtle things, but of course they are variations within the set, but uh, it was a great set. I like these cards. These cards grade very well because they're white bordered. And uh, let's see. Yeah. There, there's the 10 and you, there's only on PSA. There's a, uh, just just the regular set there's no master set which i probably should get them to do the master set but i just have never done that but yeah these cards these cards are beautiful cards they're simple you know they have the just the, the regular old school type card stock uh that you know that it's kind of missing from today's cards for you know a lot of a lot, a lot of reasons but show the back again if you would sure so I like, you know, there's a lot of write up there, a lot of information on there, not just, you know, a few lines and you're done. There's a lot of info. I, I miss that from some of the newer cards. I do too. I do too. And I like how they had that little tracks Pontiac back behind, you know, in the background, like a watermark on the back of those cards. That's kind of cool. But yeah, these were simple designs, but and they were simple cards and they didn't cost much. And I forget what the retail was on these, but it wasn't expensive. But the thing about these cards that I remember is you didn't see them in a lot of places for sale. I mean, I, I think I bought the, the majority of mine at a hobby store. I'm trying to think now where I might have seen them otherwise. Um, I don't think Woolworths had them. I don't think Family Dollar. I know Family Dollar did not have them. Um, you know, there, I, there wasn't a whole lot of retail outlets that had them. So you had to get them from your hobby shop. But it's a great set. Was it 200? How many cards? 200? It was, yep, you're right. It is 200 cards. Uh, one of the cards I like is card number 200. It's uh, Richard Petty and Linda Petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that card, too. I also like the uh, like Jeffy Pooh's second card. Yeah, he's got the, the sunglasses with the trucker cap going on. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, he wasn't. He wasn't as polished as he is now or, you know, became, you know, and, and you can attribute a lot of that to, you know, Brooke, who he married. You know, she she got him to change his hairstyle and, you know, cut off his unibrow, <laughs> get rid of the mustache. And, uh, you know, he, he changed net, the way people perceive NASCAR forever. Yeah, when he first started, he looked like, you know, he had the mustache and not that he was trying to be like Earnhardt, but it was, you know, a similar type of mold. And then he just went clean cut and, you know, that corporate looking image and and just took off. And But he had the talent to back it up and was his own own brand, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he 
he came he like I said he came in and changed the way people perceived NASCAR and changed it changed it forever and you know I, I'll give him credit I've never been a huge Jeff Gordon fan but you know he he has made the sport better in my opinion so you know kudos to him for that yeah and that 90 1992 tracks like we said you know with that 200 card set but I think part of the key is that tracks autograph insert set you know the largest or biggest i think of the time of any sport uh, and then that no number cover card checklist that is rare, very rare i don't think it was rare back then but it was just you know over the qua over the all the years of 20 years 30 years sorry 30 years that you know they haven't been kept or thrown away or whatever uh, that set has become kind of iconic especially the Richard Petty Dale Earnhardt where I think Petty was a seven time and Earnhardt at the time was five time champion if that's right let's see 1992 yeah he yeah he had one yeah yeah he still had a few more to go and and Jimmy wouldn't come around until about another nine years to even start racing so at the time you know it's like you were saying it was iconic it was the one that everybody wanted it was you know the most valuable and I'm sure it rivaled the ninety, the eighty-eight Max Myrtle Beach at the time. Yeah, it did. Uh, it, it was a, it was a card that everybody wanted, and of course now, over time, it's become a NASCAR glamour card. I mean, there's no doubt about that. That is one of the glamour cards, along with, like you said, the eighty-eight Max Earnhardt, and a few other cards that are out there. Uh, that is definitely what I would consider a NASCAR glamour card. And I guess one thing and not to overlook is that I guess there's not too much wax out there, but these were not redemptions, right? They were in, they were in the product. So they're out there live, no redemptions, not like some of the new products that I, I just hate redemptions. It's because of that, where you have these boxes that are still loaded with, uh, with those treasures out there. So, it's a big yeah. gamble, risk, reward, but they're out there still. Yeah, I, I, you're making me want to go out and buy some of those boxes, find some of those boxes now and bust them. Yeah, I think I've, I don't know if I opened one of those or, I know we opened those 94 packs. Actually, we got a year ago at the Dallas Card Show with those 94s. So, you got a lot um, of cover cards out of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, actually, you know, opening 92 and getting a cover card wouldn't be the worst thing. No, it would not be the worst thing. So anyway, I'm have to look and and see. I don't think I have. If I open a box, I opened one. I haven't opened a lot, so I'm 92 tracks. But yeah, it's a um, it was a good set. It was like I say, it has its place in in the NASCAR trading card history. So yeah, and so we wanted to you know revive it for folks listening. Uh, if you don't want to spend an arm and leg for whatever's out there now or whatever. You know, you can take a look at the 92 tracks. You can actually buy the autographs. They're not very expensive. I think when I pick these up, sometimes they have them in lots where folks have a few of the different ones. Naturally, the Richard Petty Earnhardt would be uh, the key. That's going to be a little pricier. And again, as Logan stated, you definitely want to be cautious of it. Uh, if you can buy one graded or authenticated from one of the big three, I would I would feel comfortable, you know, buying something that way or do your due diligence. Um, even some of the big the bigger card sellers I have seen 
selling a non-authentic card and i've contacted them but they refuse to take them down so so just be careful with those yeah and if you have any doubts about any cards like that uh feel free to to hit us up on social media me jason or val and we'll be glad to help you out and say yay or nay i mean we have people we do have people doing that you know asking us they'll send us pictures and say hey what do you think about this card and we'll give them you know what we think is our opinion on yeah yeah that's real or it's not real so yeah hit us up that's what we're here for yep sharing some of that trading card knowledge for nascar mm -hmm. i guess that'll do it for the 1992 track set yep i think so i think i think we I think we covered it pretty well it's it's an affordable set too i mean the base set is very affordable and um you know, if you don't have one, I'd, I'd highly recommend adding it to your collection. Yeah, I mean, in the scheme of things, you know, it's kind of packed with Hall of Famers and future Hall of Famers. You know, going through the list, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Benny Parsons, Rusty Wallace. Uh, Harry Gant is been nominated. Ricky Rudd has been nominated. Ernie Irving has been named one of the 50 greatest. I expect him to possibly be nominated one year. Uh, and then it's Kyle Petty, which I think he might fall a little short of Hall of Fame. He might maybe with uh, his announcing or something like that, but he's probably the long shot of of the group. Yeah, he only had eight wins in Cup, so you know he had he had a good career, but not a great career. All right, I guess we will move over to our next segment, King's Court. And if you're ready, hit cue it. Cue the music. <laughs> All right, this week's edition of King's Court, and I added an honorable mention this week, and that's what you're looking at right now. Our honorable mention of the week, and because you don't see them have on here very much, this happened or, or was sold on the 17th of May. It's a 2000 Press Pass Skid Marks. There you go, uh, Brad. SK5 Jeff Gordon Tire Relic. The thing about this was, is they had a an eight dollar buy it now price, or and I could not. I went through. I could not get the price on this card. I tried. I tried every variation. It would not come up. So I can only guess that this would probably went for three, four, maybe five dollars. You know, for Jeffy Poo, uh, it's a pretty cool looking card. And you see, it's got the little press pass. The thing I like about those, it has a little press pass logo this is all certified authentic just like your autographs and your memorabilia cards so you know it was a memorabilia card it just you know was a little different so anyway i just wanted to show that this week as an honorable mention and i just want to say is this, this car image on here in this black that is printed with tire rubber right yes it's it's tire infused ink so i guess what they did is they ground up some rubber out of, off the tire threw it in the ink, and then printed it. So I think that's kind of cool. I mean, when you think about it, uh, I think the skid mark cards are underrated anyway. Because uh, I, I like the skid marks from all the different years that they made them. Yeah, they, they made it for a few years. And like I said, they, they, you know, it was totally different where they're using that rubberized ink or ink infused with rubber to, 
you know, I guess emboss the card or, or image, create an image on the card. So yeah, and if you cool. touch it, if you touch it, you can feel it. I mean, it's it's rough. It's all it's it's kind of it almost has like a sand, not necessarily a sandpaper grit, but it's kind of like that, if you know what I mean. Right. Okay, so I guess we can move on now to the real cards. <laughs> Our Joker of the Week. This was on the 16th of May, 2022 Sport King Volume 3, which are out now. This is a Mario Andretti autograph patch out of its number 6 of 50. It's his car number. Uh, and that's part of the reason I chose this as the odd one. But but what, what really got me is the actual memorabilia that's on the card with that zipper. Um, I, I just think that is so unique. That. That somebody stole that, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But yeah, for $119.50, that's not a bad price for that. Uh, and, and I would love to hit one. I think they actually on uh, Go GTS Live, they hit one, one of those cards like that. I think it was out of, I, don't, I think it was out of, maybe it was the one on one. I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, that's a really neat card. And like I said, uh, it's available in sports Kings, sport Kings, not sports Kings. That's like calling the national nationals. So <laughs> let's don't, let's don't, I don't need to go there. So, but yeah, that's a, that's a nice card right there. I, I really like that card. And of course, you know, also chose it because, you know, we've got the Indy 500 coming up soon. So yep. anyway, nice card. What do you think about it, Val? I love it. It's a cool card. Yep. All right. Next up our Jack of the week, which is our young driver. This is from, this goes back just a little bit further because when I do these, uh, I do these on Tuesdays and this happened late or happened on Tuesday night. So this happened after I did last week. So I'm going to include it in this week's. It's the 2022 Donruss Racing Ty Gibbs Optic Signatures, one of one black finite. This is a cool, cool card. Of course, I'm a Ty Gibbs fan. But uh, that card went for $330 with 14 bids. And it's, it's pretty a, respectable. It's a beauty. I wish I had seen it. I would, would have probably bid on that thing. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, there's so much you can't see it all. You just can't. You're going to miss things. It's just the way it is. But I love that card. But, of course, he just – we got we got to get him to, to – do a little bit better than the little scribbles he does. Yeah, I was looking at his hand. He's holding a marker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that may be why. Maybe he's walking and doing all these. Maybe, but yeah, that one-on-one. Yeah, that's, that's that's nice. Very nice. Yeah, that, that is a sweet card. All right. Next up, our queen of the week, female driver. This is from May 15th. It's a 2021 Shining Star, Haley Deegan, Auto Platinum. And here's another one of one, SP 101. Um, that's a nice car. I like the way that card looks, that Shining Star. Uh, it's just it's just a nice looking card aesthetically. It's not, it just ha doesn't have all the crazy, you know, waves and discos and all the things that they put on these cards now. It's just a nice looking card. And of course, it's raw. And it went for $301 with 31 bids. So people wanted that card. And again, if I had seen that, I might have thought about it too. But 
it's probably best that I don't see these. <laughs> I would be in the poor house and my, my house would have a third mortgage, fourth mortgage. So is it. this out of prison? You know, that's a really good question. This is 2021. Go back to the back again. That's what I was looking to try to understand. Um, I'm trying to remember where the Shining Stars insert came out of. Oh, look. 2021 Panini Customer Service Rewards. What is that? So is this from rewards points only? Apparently. Yeah. Okay, that's why we haven't seen something like this. And that explains why everybody was wanting it. By, and by point, you know, otherwise you got to buy points. We'll have to do some more digging and report back on this. Yeah. But, but it could be a Panini Points reward redemption. You know, I check that site all the time and I never see any new NASCAR come up. <laughs> well, nobody's telling you when the stuff's showing up. I guess we need to look when people start trying to buy points. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. But all very right. nice. Your point, very nice looking card and shiny. Okay. So, yeah, I like that card. That's, that's a sweet card, especially with the green. It pops with her uniform. Anyway. Yep. All right, so moving on. King of the Week, Mail Driver. This is on the 12th of May, 2020. Tops Dynasty Formula One, Valtteri Bottas Flag Relic out of four. All right, they had a $2,000 buy it now price. Or, I mean, excuse me, they had a $3,000 buy it now price, and the best offer was accepted with at $2,000. So that card went for two grand and i guess at the time he is uh this you know behind lewis hamilton he was number two so number two of four uh, i could see some numerology <laughs> going on there but that's that's a nice looking card it's a nice little little uh swatch that they've got from that, what was it a flag that's what, what they said that's what it said so, flag rail. i don't know what that part of that flag is but it's a nice looking card yeah, it's Again, raw in the in the you know holder with that um, Topps Dynasty sticker over the, mm -hmm. the snap type. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a nice looking card. Uh, I don't know that I'd be interested in it, but you know, there's a lot of folks that really dig it. All right, so let's move on. Our ace of the week, which we've already had a lot of one on ones, it seems like, but our one on one of the week was sold on the 15th of May. 2020 National Treasures Kyle Bush Alpine Alpine Stars logo patch with autograph. And that's a really small Alpine Stars logo. And I'm trying to figure out what the rest of that patch is. Do you have any idea, Val? I don't, but it seems like, you know, it's like fill in the blank here. <laughs> Put your name, yeah. name and address and zip code. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to figure that one out, and it's got one, two, three, four, five. Then it's got some blank squares after that, and it's like, and I looked at that. I mean, I thought it was cool, but it's really cool, but, but I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of the functionality of what's going on there. You know, why is it like that? Is it a reverse flag? No, no, uh, it's it's something R M E. It looks like an N. So yeah, it does. I'm not sure. It's it's something that I guess to fill in. It'd be I'd be curious. We'll have to report on that too next uh, next week. Yeah, and it is uh, KFB, so uh, and it is a one on one, and it went for five hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. So somebody went click and they bought it now. Man, six hundred dollars. That's um, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's definitely unique. I don't think I've seen anything like it. I haven't either. I saw that and went, wow. 
I thought it was cool, but I'm like, you know, I'm doing that, like, put, doing my head back and forth going, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh, like Wheel of Fortune here. Yeah. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Get banded to turn some letters for us. Okay. All right. So our last card of the night is our Royal Flush. This is our highest selling card. This was on the 17th of May. 2021 Tops Chrome Formula One. Charles Leclerc Gold Wave Auto out of 50. It's graded a PSA 10. Top one. $8,000 with 23 bids. That's a nice looking card. I like the gold. Yeah, that's really impressive. Impressive price. Sweet looking card. Yeah, he's having a career year so far. He is. Yeah, and I think he, we talked about it. it's his to lose, I think. I think it is his to lose. Ferrari's got their act together. I'm glad to see it. Um, if I can lose a few more pounds, I'll be able to fit back into my Ferrari shirt that I have. Yeah, I will wear it proudly. But uh, yeah, that's a nice—that's a nice looking card. I mean, what are your thoughts on it, Val? You got any thoughts? I am—you know—it's a 2021. It is chrome. It's an auto. It's a PSA 10. That's a lot of money, eight thousand dollars. It really is. Compare, you know, for a NASCAR guy. But I get it. He, you know, if he wins the championship this year, that's going to probably look cheap. I think. Yeah, and the, the fact that they had 23 bids on it, I mean. Yeah, that was strong. 23 people willing to spend a lot of money. If we look at the, the bids here, so. Wow, zero one. Oh, I didn't even look at that. Oh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but, but only uh, bid on two other items out of the three. But, you know, eight. it was like it was a tie. Well, it did look like a tie. But this one has a hundred bit, hundred percent bid activity on on it. So in the last thirty days, so I, mm. I don't know. I, I'm getting to I, maybe I shouldn't have picked that one. <laughs> I'm getting to wonder <laughs> sorry, about that. Sorry, I, sorry, I pulled back the covers on it, but you know, yeah. still, this one looks you know legit here at seven thousand seven hundred, which is still uh, pretty impressive. I guess got to look to see what time it. So that's. May 11th, May 15th. So this May 11th with zero bids kept stayed in the whole race. Uh, bids came in on the 13th at 7,500, the 14th at 7,700, and 15th on the 8,000. So, but they both had a, they both bid 8,000. And so because that was the original bid, it won at 8,000. Yeah. So that's how. We got two eight thousand, yeah. so that's going to be interesting. So uh, I guess we will have to keep an eye on that one. So I don't know if we know the exact number, do we? No, because we don't get to look at the back, right? How how convenient is that? But at least it's not private bidding, so we can at least see. Yeah, and this is so, coming out of Florida. So anyway. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a Jedi mind trick here. This is not the card you're looking for. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we got the 7,700 at least. So we'll have to see if it completes or not. Yeah, let's see, let's see if it gets relisted. So we got, we got, I got a little bit of homework to do on, on, on my. <laughs> yeah, so we got a little bit of homework on these. So we have the uh, Kyle Bush 
Kyle Bush, the the Haley Deegan, and Haley Deegan, Charles Leclerc. Yep. So, wow. <laughs> I'll have to put some of that stuff in my safe searches and see if it pops back up. But really impressive. Thank you. So that's uh, King's Court for this week. So I think it was pretty cool. Hope you enjoy it. That's awesome. I guess we haven't have anything else. We wrap up. I definitely want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. For those on the podcast, please like, share the podcast. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and ring the bell. Uh, just for a preview for next week, I probably should have mentioned it earlier on. Next week, we're going to have Mike Thompson on from the Speedway Stars. We're going to talk about the new set that was released for IndyCar. We reviewed, I guess it was a few weeks ago, we had the checklist. So I know you've, you've dug into your set to kind of take a look. Yep, I opened up a box, uh, spread them out on one of my counters, and it, it's on it's on my Twitter page. So if you go back and you want to take a look at that, it's out there for uh, your perusal. Yep, so we'll have Mike on next week. We're also going to give away a set as well. So Jason should be back from assignment. So it yes, should be it next week should be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, it's a perfect lead in to the Indy 500 as well. So if you have nothing else, thanks for everybody for watching and for listening. And um, we are out of here. We will see you next week. 